All right, welcome to another episode of Two Tones. Uh, it's your host, Tony Timberlake3 on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, the other Tony's not here, but I'm going to hold it down solo. I got an interview today uh, with an artist you may or may not have heard of. Uh, he goes by the name of Deuce Banner. What's up, Deuce? What up, what up, what up, what up? So, yeah. Deuce has dropped a project. Uh, you want to give the name of your project one more time? I'm going to let you do it. I'm um, going to let you get your plug in. <laughs> it's um, called History in Progress, Return of the King. Um, it's the second installment of the History in Progress series. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first question I have for you, um, for those who don't know, who is Deuce Banner? Um, Deuce Banner is... is very much so misunderstood and I would say a lot of his songs would be you know would be um kind of supporting that fact <laughs> and uh <laughs> but his desire is to be understood understood I mean understood and agreed with I think are two different things um so maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily always agreed with but definitely understood um and his um, message of, like, you know, the way that he's trying to convey things, like, okay, well, this guy clearly loves the Lord. Now, whether you agree with his methods or not, that's that's up to you. Um, if you, you know, if um, you agree with him as a person, that's up to you. You know what I mean? But his desire is to let it be known that this is who God has called him to be. And so, ultimately, I would just say, yeah, that's who he is. He's just... A misunderstood guy. Okay. Yeah. So I followed you for a while now. A um, while how did you come to A while is an understatement. <laughs> I want to say, and I've yes, wanted to say this for a long time. So Tony was like, I hate the word fan. So I, I like to use the <laughs> word fam, as corny as that is. But um, Tony has been rocking with me since the inception. Like, as soon as I had music out, like, before I even had music out, Tony was rolling. And um, I am forever indebted <laughs> to Tony Timberlake for that. Um, um, hey, he was one of hey, the people all. originally that, you know, like, that made me go, hmm, there's there's an audience out here, and I have to keep pushing for these people, you know? So he was one of the people that was, like, really in my corner from the very beginning. From the very beginning, like tracks that y'all won't even hear, he has. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And tracks I don't even have that Tony has, and I need to hit Tony up for these tracks. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, can you send me? Can you send me some of I these can. songs because I don't have them? <laughs> like, I will definitely send them to you. That's how serious it is. That's how serious it is. So yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to let that be known. No, you good. But how did you come to this name? What inspired this stage name for you? And uh, how, what made you settle on it? Um, yeah. Um, going back to that whole idea of being misunderstood, um, Bruce Banner is the alter ego, if you will, of the Hulk. He's like the Jekyll to Mr. Hyde or the Hyde to Mr. Jekyll. I don't know how that goes, but... um. <laughs> Alter ego, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So Bruce Banner is he he's he's misunderstood as well, I believe, and I I feel like there's a lot of similarities between the two of us. Um, 
I came up with the name Deuce Banner at a time when um, I was going by another name and some situations had occurred and I had be, some situations had occurred to where I was like, I need to make music about this. I need to write about this. And this name that I have no longer fits what I'm writing about, what I have to write about. And um, mm-hmm. so Deuce Banner fit that that a little bit a whole lot better and um also at the time when i was going through what i was going through i was listening to a lot of um um william deuce branch sermons and um so the deuce is just a nod to him and also mm-hmm. my um i'm the second you know so my father is the first and i'm the second so that's where you get deuce from and um banner mm-hmm. is from um you know just being a representation of christ and um but all together encompass if you want to um synop- you know give it a, like a, just a synopsis it's a second chance to represent so that's really what it is hmm. i definitely didn't expect that um, <laughs> i figured it i figured it had to do with the incredible hulk yeah. to a certain degree yeah um but i definitely didn't even think about banner um the meaning behind banner yeah. so that's dope man yeah. um Okay, so for those that may not have heard of you um, before this interview, um, what are some things that you have done, and um, where can people find you on the Internet and find your music on the Internet? What are, this, what are some of the things I have done? Um, mm-hmm. I, I've been featured on a um, project for uh, David Hackley, and uh, he, he used to run Rock Soul, and he was one of the producers for Rock Soul. That was a big thing for me. Um, being able to be on that project it's called going with the goers i have a whole song on mm-hmm. there produced by david hackley called um accepted and um it's very bar filled it was one of the first songs that i did that was like full of bars probably the first mm-hmm. song that is full of bars for me like bars that i can appreciate like oh snap like every line is hitting so going with the goers with david hackley i was also on um show baraka's um, critically acclaimed, um, what is it, uh, ta- the Talented Tenth, I was on, uh, Mahalia, um, mm-hmm. I would say with that song, it's not an, a real accurate depiction of me, um, the engineer felt like he wanted to do some things, and he took creative license, and, um, he, I recorded it one way, and he laid it down a whole nother other way. Um, some people appreciate mm-hmm. it. Some people hate it. Um, I'm in the latter category. and uh, <laughs> But um, the message is still clear. So if you want to check that out, please do. The whole project as a whole is dope. And um, so go mm-hmm. support my brother with that. Um, I also was featured on... Well, I had... I wrote on this project. I'm not featured. But uh, I wrote the hook for... Uh, What's it um, for? Uh, what's it? What's this guy's name? Oh my goodness! I saw him the other week. <laughs> um, swoop for his for his um, one of his songs. <laughs> it's called "Best of Me" off his uh, latest project, uh, Cinema. And um, mm-hmm. so I record. I I wrote the hook for that song, and um, you can hear me on it. I'm just my name just isn't on it, so you can go mm-hmm. check that out. People say that's one of their favorite songs off that um, off that project. You know, mm-hmm. so 
So yeah, I think those are like the major things that people could like really go grab off iTunes and they could just hear me. So, so yeah. And what was the other question? Okay, now. I'm horrible at this. Oh no, I just said where can they find you on the internet? So like, where are you in social media? Uh, yeah. So people can find you, and also where can they find your your personal music? Like, yeah. Obviously, you said this was the second installment of a series, so where can they find the first one and the second one? Okay. Um, I'm working on a website right now, so hopefully everything will be in one spot very soon. And um, mm-hmm. so I could just say, hey, go to this website, and it'll be there. But um, you can find my music on SoundCloud.com backslash Deuce Banner Smash. Deuce Banner Smash. Um all my music from 2013 to now is on there. Tony has the rest. So hit up Tony for all the stuff. <laughs> you sure? Because I'll let it fly. Hey, I, shoot. Go ahead. Uh, all right. You might have to, um, we'll, we'll talk about that off there. Uh, we might have to do something with that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so one of the things that I'm very interested in um, when talking to artists is their creative process. So what's your most typical creative process during songwriting? Um, is my, the one that I usually use, um, I think for it's been working for me for the past three years or so, three, four years or so at this point, um, just letting the song write itself. Um, mm-hmm. listening to other artists, pulling from other artists. Um, not, of course, I'm not taking exactly what they're saying or, you know I mean, their idea may spark an idea for me. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just, I'll have my phone and I'll write down a, a lyric that I came up with, you know, I'm like, oh, snap, that pertains to what I'm going through right now. Write it down. And, um, I'll bring it all together. I'll sit down and like, I'll sit down and I'll compile all the lyrics that I had that I had written for a particular song, put them where they need to go. Like it's like piecing together a puzzle, and mm-hmm. um, and then filling in the blank spots, filling it like sitting down and writing and filling in the spots that I missed that I know I need to address. And so that's that's okay. the method that I use Mo- mainly. That's with with um, writing um, raps, with singing songs. Okay. I'll, yeah, just give me a beat and give me an instrumental and I'll rock out and I'll write like how you normally write to a song like that. Um, I got a brother, his name is Lon, not my biological brother, but blood couldn't make us any closer. We, he, he, um, produces, so he'll be making up the, the instrumentation for the song while I'm writing the song. And that's sometimes how I get that jump, get that job done. So yeah. Okay. Um, so the second part to that is like when you're creating songs um, with other artists, do you prefer to be in studio with them, like a collaborative effort, sitting down and pouring over the ideas, or is it more of a hey, I got this song and I think you'd be dope on it. Here, here's what I got so far. Add to it. Yeah, depending on depending on distance and depending on mm-hmm. what the song needs and uh depending on what I need to get in the mood of that song or get in the mode 
of that song. You know, like so it all depends on mainly whatever the song needs. So there was recently I asked this guy who I've never met, but I think he's super dope. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna send you this beat. Um, can you write to it? Um, um, and he was like, he was down and he wrote it like the next day and he sent it to me. Um, but there's songs like, uh, Magnum Opus where I was having Mm -hmm. somewhat of an issue with a lyricist because she wanted to record her part at her spot. And I'm like, I kind of need you here for this. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely need you here for this. You know what I mean? Because... So we can work together. It, it's just what whatever the song needed. It's just what the song needed, you know? Um, mm-hmm. We kind of had creative differences on that. So she wound up not being on the song. But we, we're still cool till this day. She's still my friend. But she just wasn't on that song mm-hmm. because of what I needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, which song would you say you would tend to um, do a, hey, I just need you to get on this? Would it just be a rap song? You would more tend to do that way, and then a song that, uh, like Magnum Opus, there's a lot of singing, um, and we'll get to that a little later. Um, do you think that maybe songs, in terms of you know, like an R&B style song, you would need the creativity, the creative energy to be kind of all harnessed in one room, as opposed to maybe. You know, if you just spit in bars, it's like, all right, it's just some open space. I, th- I, I want to hear somebody on this beat. Yeah, I think it depends on how far, like, what I need to do creatively. It never has to do with, like, oh, well, this is a singing song, so I need you there. Or this is a rap song, so just write it. It's not that. It's like, okay, well, I know what direction I want you to go here. You know what I mean? And I need to help. Mm-hmm. I need to be there to help bring that out of you. Or, shoot. I don't know where I want to go with this. So let's create together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would always prefer more than more often than not to feed off of another artist, you know what I mean? And, like, we feed off of mm-hmm. each other. I think great art comes from that. Um, I think if mm-hmm. it's just, like, this bar-filled song or it's a song like, yo, it's pretty cut and dry, then, yeah, I'll leave it up to them. But if it's if it's a song like okay this this is going to take some creativity this is going to take some back and forth this is going to take some disagreeing this is going to take you know what I mean your um your intellect versus my intellect stuff like that it it it, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a rap song or a singing song okay um and I think you kind of touched on this but I'll still ask it anyway okay. um when writing pen and pad or phone and computer type lyrics. Which do you prefer? I would prefer pen and pad because okay. that's the root of it all for me. Um, mm. But as I yeah, as I stated before, that's not the method that really has worked for me recently um, in um, recent years. Um, mm. But uh, I always go to yeah. I would always prefer to write. You know what I mean? Like, like physically write it. Um, at one point, okay. I was writing on my computer, and everything got lost. And so, yeah. I kind of stay away from so that. You, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, preferably, you like just from the root of it all. Like, oh, this is how I came up. Like writing with a pen and pad. You know what I mean? That's what I would mm-hmm. like to do. Um, 
And some songs, some songs I will go back to it on, but there's a lot of songs like where it's like, oh, well, it doesn't necessarily call for that. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this project a little bit. We're just going to start off um, with Reservation for Expectation and Scream. Uh, yeah. Why can why connect the mellow vibe of Scream to the end of uh, the frenetic energy of Reservation for Expectation? Mm. Well, was there a purpose behind that? Um, I'm trying to see. So I'm trying to think back to how I was feeling on those songs and why I chose to do what I chose to do. Um, I think like so for mixtapes. I'm doing a mixtape for me. This is what separates a mixtape from an EP or an album for me. So mm-hmm. I'm not so much thinking about, well, this song flows well into the next song. You know, I'm thinking about what do I want to be conveyed? You know what I mean? Like, what do I want to mm-hmm. get across? Like, what's the message here that I'm trying to get people to understand? So I think, um, so it wasn't so much like, well, this sounds good going into this or what was, you know, like sonically, what was your purpose? It was like, okay, what is the message that I'm trying to convey? So, um, for that, reservation for expectation was he. I, um, it's kind of hard to speak for myself from yesterday. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Because I'm like some of the things mm-hmm. I don't remember why I did what I did. But um, I think, I think my yesteryear self would say. Um, the um, reservation for expectation, I'm literally expecting something. And the anguish of, of, of the expectation is coming, is, 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 um, is being reflected in screen. So I think that's what that okay. was about. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, in a song to sing part one, you said that your song had become full of melancholy and bitterness. Um, were you aware of that in the process of crafting songs at that point in time or has reflection shown it? Have you like looked back at it and said, man, this has that feel to it? Or did you feel, were you like overwhelmed with that as you were writing and you just like, this is just where I'm at and I got to write it. Yeah. I think it's a both end with that. Um, some of it, I'm like, I knew exactly I was I was bitter. I knew it. Or maybe not mm-hmm. bitter, uh, but definitely angry. I knew I was angry. Um, I knew I was upset. And I knew, like, but I took that and I was trying to make it, you know, I was trying to make it known to the masses, like, you know, anybody else that's going through this. Um, so I don't think I just left it there, but I knew I was angry. I knew I was, yeah, bitter in some cases. And there were some cases looking back i'm like dang i didn't know i was mad like you know what i mean like i was mad and i didn't mm-hmm. even realize it you know so yeah it's a both ends. some i think i knew and there was some that's like oh that's coming from a place you did <laughs> like that's coming from mm-hmm. a place guy like chill out so yeah Okay. Um, so, with this project in comparison to its predecessor, you went in a more R&B direction. Why is that? What made that happen for you? Yeah. Um, I was just... I was happier. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. 
I was happy here. Um, History in Progress, Delusions of Banner, which is the first installment. I was depressed. I was, I felt paranoid. I felt like there was a lot coming up on the horizon, but I just couldn't reach it. I felt like there was, um, yeah, like just this cap on my life. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, if I could just get this cap off, like it'd be a wrap. I got a lot of stuff bottling up inside me. But if I could just get this off, like, it would be awesome. But so that sometimes leads to depression because you know that there's something inside you. You know that there's a lot um, in you that you want to get out. Like, it's not like it's not like you feel that you're inadequate always. It's that you know that you're adequate and stuff isn't going your way. Um, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was upset on that first one. And on Return of a King, a lot of it came from of a, It came from an understanding place. It came from a peaceful place. It came from me worshiping the Lord and focusing more on who he was as opposed to who I was. And focusing on more of what he wanted me to do as opposed to what I wanted to do. That was the, that was the separation between the two. Like, you sing when you're happy. You know what I mean? So that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so on that note, um, there's a cover on this mixtape, and it's All That Matters. Um, what What about that song appealed to you to cover it? He's talking about a, a female. The original version is talking about a girl saying that you're all that matters to me. Um, at the time... Mm-hmm. When I first heard the song, I was like, yo, this song is dope. I'm not a Justin Bieber fan, but this song is dope. Um, mm-hmm. But I had no female to relate it to. Like, you know, I, I know, like, if you, you hear a love song, you, you're my, I mean, like, you think about a girl, you know? Yeah. Now, in some cases, in a lot of cases, I can only speak for myself. That's what I thought about. I always think about a girl. But I'm like, yo, this, this isn't my reality, you know? And even if I am thinking mm-hmm. about a girl in this situation, she's not all that matters to me. So, Lord, if my mind is ever there, correct my thinking and let you be the only thing that matters to me. Everything else will fall into place. So, yeah, so that's where that came from. Okay, okay. So, so the second verse, verse you, uh, the second verse of that cover, yeah. you bring uh, Aaliyah's one in a million into the mix. Thank you for noticing that. Um, people don't notice that for some reason. I thought people were going to get that. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like, really? I'm like, yo, that should be one of the kickers for you. That should be like one of the joints that you're like, oh, snap, he did that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Y'all are sleeping. Come on. They sleeping ain't the word, boy. <laughs> oh, oh man, that kind of just messed me up. All right, so what? Um, first off, I think you did a very good job of interpolating it into the record. Um, why? Why did you feel that first fit with the original All That Matters? Um, because well, first of all, like when he was singing, like that's what I thought. Like I do that all the time. Like I'll hear a song and I'll hear another song that was already created. Within that mm-hmm. song, and so I was like, okay, I want to, I want to. So you felt like he built off of that record in the first place? No, no, no. Mm-mm. I just that's just how my mind okay. works sometimes. Like, like my um, friend Lon that I was telling y'all about earlier, like mm-hmm. he'll be making a beat, and 
he's not thinking about the song at all. So what I'll do is like to keep him away from it sounding like a song that I hear, like, yo, this sounds similar to this. I'll start singing the song. Like, and he's like, yo, that ain't that song. I'm like, I know, but it sounds like that. You know what I mean? So, so that's what, you know what I mean? But I, I realized that that's a gift. That's not necessarily like a thing that people do. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's, let's put this on display for a little bit on this song. And, um, Mm-hmm. So when he was singing it, I was like, yo, your love is a one in a million. Like, oh, snap. Like, this goes to that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just changed up the words a little bit. I threw that on there. <laughs> dope, 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 dope. dope. Um, so the last record on this edition of History and Progress is more than 16. Yeah. Um, you get back to the bars. After bars in the car, you get back to the bars. Um, and you have a a way of leaving projects with very bar-heavy, um, thoughtful songs. That's what you did with the first one with Inception. Um, and then with this one with More Than 16. Uh, what was the process like with writing More Than 16 for you? I stayed up. What was the process? Um, so... Morning 16 is the most recent song that I had done on that project. So it's it's the newest mm-hmm. song, right? Like, I think this this project took, like, maybe two years to do and all. Like, just taking my time, it took, like, two years. Um, mm-hmm. This, like, I did more than 16, like, maybe a month and a half before I dropped it. And I wasn't even thinking about putting it on there. But um, the song is basically about... The song is basically about, like, yo, there's a lot of stuff happening right now, and I need more than 16 bars to tell y'all about it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, so why Mm -hmm. not put it on here? But anyway, the process for that, it it wasn't a very long process. It was was one of those pen and pad type of songs, to be honest. Okay. Um, I used my computer, but it was one of them pen and pad type of songs. Same concept. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was I was going through a lot at the time, and a lot was happening at the time, and a lot is still happening. But I spoke on you know police brutality. I spoke, I touched on a situation that I'm going to talk about in this next project, which will be an EP. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and so I was like, there's a lot that I need to get off, but I need I need to let them know that I'm not blind to this stuff. I'm not blind to this stuff at all. So the people that I was, I was actually talking to a few people, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. blind to this stuff at all, but I need to let, so I need to let you know that I'm very much so aware, but we'll get into it. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what, that was the process for that. Like I stayed up, I stayed up until it was finished, until it was finished being done. And, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, so um, this is my last. Actually, I did want to ask about that. I forgot. I skipped right over that. Rain with uh, Rain uh, featuring Natalie Loren and Shogaraka. How did that record come about? My my roommate, um, he was making beats. This no, so this took like a year to actually do. Like honestly, it took like a year. Um, and I, it upset me for a while. But um, how did it come about? 
um, I was like my roommate. He was making he was making music, and he got done making music, but he left the program on. So I was like, "Yo, let me make a beat." He started laughing. I'm like, "This guy doesn't know that like I actually like made beats back in the day. Like I actually played the <laughs> piano. Like <laughs> like you know uh-huh. like I'm a little bit more musically inclined than I let on. You know, just a little bit." You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, just show me how to do this. Just show me how to do that. And I got it, right? So I laid it down. I laid the what you hear with the with the keys down, the you know, the bass of the song. Mm-hmm. I laid it down, and I had him come in and perfect. I was like, yo, there's this one chord that I want to do, but I can't get. So you do that. And so he did it, and then he added on the extra instrumentation. And so we mm-hmm. sat on it. Um, Natalie who is like a big sister to me. I love Natalie to death. Um, she came over to the house and she was like, yo, y'all making songs? Like, I didn't know that y'all made songs. Like, she didn't know that we wrote and we produced as well. As, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As, you know what I mean? She didn't know that we were as good as she thought. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, yo, y'all are pretty, pretty dope. So we playing her stuff and she's like, yo, what's this? And I was like, yo, kind of, I might want to get you, have you on that. Like, so we had a track of it, like, with us just feeling stuff out, you know? And mm-hmm. so she's she's singing, I'm ready, I'm ready to know. Like, she's singing that. And that same day, I wrote, um, as the deer, um, as the deer painted for the water. No, no, that was a, mm-mm, I wrote that. No, so captivating, my soul's been waiting on more of you. I wrote that, right? And that was it. <laughs> Wait, how much was it? It was um, so captivating, my soul's been waiting on more of you. Now that I've tasted, all that I'm chasing is more of you. And that was all that we wrote for about six mm-hmm. months. Natalie laid her stuff down. And although I've, saw, I've seen Natalie plenty of other times after that, Bug Natalie, like, yo, let's finish writing this song together. Like, let's do it together. <laughs> she was always doing something. She was like, most definitely, I want to come over. She came over one day. Like, we actually didn't even work on nothing. Like, we just listened to music the whole time. Like, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. like, trying to get her on this song. Um, Yeah, so I just started writing it by myself. And still couldn't mm-hmm. find anything to it. Wasn't until I was I was petitioning the Lord for a job where, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm just going to worship you and I'm going to take this song and I'm going to write to it for you. You know what I mean? Like, this is I want to be closer to you. So I was in petitioning the Lord for a job, for another job, a better job. I was fasting. And so, like, through the fast, I'm like, yo, my relationship with you is growing. And I love it. You know what I mean? So, and that's where that song mm-hmm. came from, where I wrote the rest of the lyrics to it. And, um, Show, who was another great friend of mine, great big brother to me, I was like, yo, can you hop on this track? And he was like, who's on it? I was like, Nat's on it. He was like, oh, that would be dope. Sent it to him. He took two weeks to write to it, didn't write to it at all, but came over the house and was like, um, yo, play it, and I'm going to write some lyrics to it. And I thought, I'm like, man, here we go. I'm going to get a trash verse from show. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, like giving me this rinky dink, um, this rinky dink verse. Like, you ain't even think through or nothing like that. You just gonna sit here and make some stuff up right now. And it was beautiful. He wrote a few lines in there that are like, yo, you completely captured it for me. Um, what was one of the lines? He said, um, um, I, I can't remember the line verbatim, but when he said, um, that, um, he said his past is in the past is like no need. His, he's he said the Lord is before me. There's no need for reminiscing, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. like that line right there is so simple, but it's so impactful, you know. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. and so he wrote his verse to it, and then you know, then we just finished it up from there. But that took that was like a year long process for that song. Yeah, it wasn't one of those like yeah we were all in there together and. Everything was going up. You just collabing. It wasn't one of them. It was. <laughs> but it came out how it was supposed to come out. I'm so proud of that song. I am so proud dope, of that dope, song. Dope. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that has a, a great feel to it. I love that song. Praise God. I love that song, man. Yeah, so I just want to ask this one. This is kind of a. This is really on the topic of the, the project as a whole, but if you had to pick, um, I guess, five records of your own that you would um, recommend a, li- a listener to hear first, what would they be? Um, since we talked about Rain, definitely Rain. Mm-hmm. Definitely Magnum Opus. Because I think that um, I'm talking about songs that like really accentuate my pen you know what I mean like yo Mm -hmm. cause that's what that's what I think that I am more than anything I'm not so much a singer as I am a writer I'm not so much a rapper that I as I am a a writer you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. if I want to be remembered for anything it's like yo that guy could really write you know what I mean if I want to be remembered for anything musically that is and um so Rain Magnum Opus Definitely, um, Inception. That's that song. Mm-hmm. Is, I don't. I keep telling my friends they're like, "Yo, you can make a song better than Inception." I'm like, I don't think that I can. Like, I, think, <laughs> I think Inception is one of the dopest. Now I gotta to, confess this. Huh? No, I gotta confess something about Inception. The first time I heard it, it was on. Um, I think you had put it up on your YouTube page, and I was like, "Yo." I want this joint. I just ripped it. So I had it before you actually sent it to me. I was like, yeah, I'm taking this. I want to hear this. Give me that. That song is slept on as well. Majorly slept on. Like They're like, oh, man, he got bars. And they'll talk about like one of the, they'll talk about like a, What's one of the songs where I just wanted to rap and not like be all heady? It was um, mm-hmm. not stay scheming. It was, uh, but they'll talk about songs like that, stay scheming, and uh, and y'all don't hear me though. Like, oh, you went off on. A, I'm like, I really went off on Inception. Like, but uh, you know what I mean? As an artist, <laughs> <laughs> as an artist, you can't tell people how to feel. You know what I mean? You you make yeah. the yeah. art, and however they feel, that's how they feel. That's what your art said to them. So you can't tell them that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So but I'm like, yeah. y'all not listening to Inception. 
But so, um, <laughs> so um, Rain, Rain, Inception, Magnum Opus. Um, dang man, I gotta pull it up on my computer, like <laughs> for two more. This, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Uh, hold on. Cut this out. You probably <laughs> can you? No, nah, we good. You gonna edit this? You ain't gonna edit this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Okay. okay. We good. Um. <laughs> uh, the calm before the storm. Major calm before the storm. Yeah, majorly slept on. That's the calm before the storm. Is I would put that up there. Um, um, hmm. Just one more, right. like cold man. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy because, like, if we're talking about songs that, um, yeah, we're talking about songs that I'm just like, yo, I absolutely. Oh. B illumination, B ill. Okay. Okay. B ill. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we got the five. It's rain, rain, magnum opus, inception, calm before the storm, yeah, and B ill, B ill, B illumination. Yeah. All right. So, so that's your five. Your five. Um, <laughs> what artists? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I ain't saying that with like no slander or nothing. Yeah, I mean, I asked for your five. You gave them. Uh, what, arti- <laughs> what artists um, inspire you uh, musically the most? Joe Budden, um, mm-hmm. the R&B singer Joe. Um, Will Smith's album, Willennium, because it's, it it's one of my first. Um, Fred Hammond, mm-hmm. um, Omarion. I got a weird list. Like it's not like one of them. It's not one of those quintessential lists, like or one of those uh, mm-hmm. generic lists that all. It ain't like, like you naming the best artists of all time. Like, like Michael Jackson, right. Prince, exactly. Jay Z, right. Biggie. Right. Like, right. <laughs> like what? Right. All you. It's, you don't sound like none of them. How you? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So Joe Budden, Joe, Will Smith, Willennium. Or Will Smith just in general, because he was one of the first people that I listened to as far as, like, rap is concerned, like, storytelling, which I'm doing a lot of on this EP. And I'm like, man, this guy was a great mm-hmm. storyteller. Um, who did I say? Omarion, his stuff. Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond. Uh, Stevie Wonder, to throw in one of the cliche ones, but it's definitely <laughs> Stevie Wonder <laughs> is one of them. Uh yeah, man. Just to name a few of those guys. Okay. Oh, oh um, let's not let's not do that. I'm let's not, not do that. Cause, cause here's another here's a thing that I have a problem with in Christian music. Cats they don't name they don't name Christian other Christian rappers that they like into. It's like you know what I mean. Like they're like, yo, who do you listen mm-hmm. to? Kanye West, Lupe Fiasco, Jay Z, Little Wayne. I'm like, yo, like there's cats. In CHH, that is that was dope. So I don't want to just leave it there. Um, so name all those mm-hmm. people, but definitely 
fanatic. How can I forget? Absolutely fanatic. The ambassador, Tonic, um, uh, Jay Johnson, um, aka Jay Mm. Silas. Like guys like that. Yeah, Uh, the truth slept on, slept on, slept on. Yeah, the truth. Um, Flame. Uh Yeah, so those guys, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna pick a couple of the names and ask how you feel they influenced you. Let's start with Button. How does how you feel Button has influenced you as an artist? He is great at introspective rap, and he is great mm-hmm. at pouring his heart out on a track. That's what really captivated me to Joe Button. I was like, wow, he can really express himself. Like on every track he does. Well, not, let me not say every track. Every, a lot of the songs that he does, like, I feel like, man, he really got it all out. Everything he wanted to say, he really got it all out. Like, he, he squeezed the rag out on that one. He, he really rung it out. Mm-hmm. So it, that's what really, and he's, he's just a dope lyric. Like, so he, he's a dope lyricist. So, like, he'll have a, he'll say a bar, but it's like that bar will mean, like, three different things. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo. I want I want to rap like Yo, that. I want to rap like that. I'm gonna pull a bar. I'm gonna pull a bar of his from his latest project that I heard it and I was like, "Yo, that means more than just one thing." Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which record it was, but it was either "Love I'm Good" or um, that was the name of the other record. The one at the end, the boy won the joint. Um, but he said, "Nowadays, if you want the high notes, if you got a hook, you got to hit the high notes." Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, if you want a high note on the song, you're going to have to do it. If you want the high notes in terms of the money, you're going to have to sing in this industry. Um, And um, the third one I had was if you want to have, like, a high note in notoriety, you're going to have to sing. I was like, yo, this dude's still still doing it like that. That's nuts. He's incredible. Like, and a lot of lines will catch me, like, and I'm not even listening for him, and I, and I gotta run it back. Like, hold on, like, what he said? What? What? Mm-hmm. The line that got me, I mean, like, there was so many layers to Joe Budden's rap that I had to peel back and like really appre- appreciate him for. Um, one time, one time, it was for his storytelling, and one, uh, for his storytelling ability. Um, another time, it was for the way that he just captivated me within the song. The whole time, like, he mm-hmm. didn't really say anything incredible, but I was completely enthralled in what he was saying. Um, another time, just for his bars, um, and then for his ability mm-hmm. to say three things at one time. Um, he just He's just a great writer. Um, he had a mm-hmm. song called, uh, I forget, um, I forget, I think, uh, I'm going to listen to it today, actually. But I forget what it was called, <laughs> but he, he was talking about um, the... Um, the Expendables, um, and it, it was just oh, yeah. Remember? Man. Do you remember that line? Yeah. yeah. I forget it, but oh man, yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not even going to quote it because that'll take some time, but it was incredible. He was talking about the industry. So since we on it, huh? Uh huh. I said he was talking about. No, that. go ahead. Go ahead. What, what did you say? 
No, I was going to say, what did you um, you think he could have done more in his battle? Obviously, battles a minute ago, but were you satisfied with his output in that battle? No, lyrically, I really I stopped listening to him for a minute, and I was like, yo, I'm about to not be a Joe Budden fan. I told all my friends, like, they were like, what? I was like, yes, like I'm really upset by this. I was highly upset. So what he could have done differently? He won, in my opinion, he won round one and two. He won mm-hmm. the first and the second round. He said that. He was like, I won the first two rounds. And I was like, you did. But then you dropped the mic in the third round when mm-hmm. people weren't listening to you. So you lose the battle. You you pouted mm-hmm. like a little baby. Like, grow up. <laughs> I was highly upset at that. True. Yeah, so. Okay. okay. Him dropping the mic, he um, lost. That was the outcome. He lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't want to use the obvious one. How, I don't, I don't really hear this one, so how does Flame influence you as an MC? Not so much as an MC, well, yeah, definitely, um, he packs a lot of information into a song. I've learned mm-hmm. so much about theology and about other, other people's religion off of Flame's first two albums. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, this guy really knows his Bible. He really knows um, his hermeneutics and all that, all that seminary stuff. And for him to be able to put it into rap form is incredible to me. I'm like, only Flame could do that, like that, like. It, yeah, he's he's dope in that in that vein. He's really he's really awesome, and he slept on. Doesn't get enough okay. credit at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so okay. for that, uh, for that, um, Rapzilla, I love Rapzilla to death. I love Rapzilla. Rapzilla <laughs> has always, has always held me down. Like since I started, like sending them songs, for the most part, they've always mm-hmm. held me down. So I'm indebted to Rapzilla, in in some regards. But they really fouled up with that top twenty, that top twenty Christian hip hopper <laughs> list. I think that was, first of all, they shouldn't have done it. But. Because mm-hmm. that's not the goal. You know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, that's not the goal. Yeah. Like, why are you doing it? Like, top 20, like, that's not the purpose here. But you shouldn't have done mm-hmm. that. That's number one. Number two, if you're going to do it, <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it, at least get it right. Like, mm-hmm. Flame should have been on that list, period. Deuce should have been higher up on that list. Um, and the yeah, last absolutely. two dudes, like nobody is hurting. And like, like, are we going off of like, <laughs> are we going off of notoriety, or are we, or are we going off of impact? Are we going off of like how well a person raps for the king? I don't know, like what are you, what they're basing it off of. And I'm like, this is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. I'm not rolling. <laughs> True. No, I definitely thought um, truth should have been higher too. Yeah. It was all over the place. That whole and, list was wrong. Like Lecrae was number four. I guess I guess you can make an argument because of his impact. Um he's mm-hmm. impacted Christian hip hop and infiltrated um mainstream music like nobody has done before in Christian rap history. So cause I was getting ready to say Christian music and then I thought Kirk Franklin. So 
Oh yeah, that, he's another one that has influenced me a great deal. But um, but yeah, I'm like, man, he shouldn't be number four. Like, if we going off a of rapping ability, he's not number four. If it's got to be off a of sheer impact, and if it's off a of sheer impact, then he's number one. But him being number four, even he's he stepped on the shoulders. He was lifted up off the shoulders of of a truth, because truth was supposed to be that guy, and then that then that whole thing happened with truth. You know what I mean? But um, off the shoulders of the ambassador who who lifted up truth, who lifted up Lecrae. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm like, for you to be at number four, that uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout okay. out, to, shout out to Rapzilla. Okay, so um, Omarion, how has Omarion impacted you uh, musically? He's got a weird voice. Simply, he's got a weird voice, and he knows how to use it. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm still trying to learn how to do. So okay, yeah. And this will be the last one I ask from that Fred Hammond. Once again, incredible writer. Um, mm-hmm. He's the he is the psalm, he is the David of our day. Um, as far as psalms are concerned, that man knows how to write a song to the Lord, and that's what I admire about him. How do you feel about, um, did you see what he wrote on Twitter a while ago? No. About his, his contract being up, and he asked, he uh, said that, um, he had said to the Lord years ago, um, uh, just let me know when it's time to move on from this and let someone else take over. And he said that when his contract wasn't renewed, that that was it for him. Mm. So he's retiring? Uh, that's how I took it. Yeah. I think I think he's right. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he had, like, let's be honest, he hasn't been the same Fred mm-hmm. in the past few years. Like, the decline started, in my opinion, with, the love album that he did with the girls, with like one was supposed to be like for women, like like love uh-huh. songs, like just to, like Christian love songs, which I thought was pretty uh-huh. dope. And then the other yeah. one was like, you know, like that that project, the decline started there. And um, mm-hmm. then he released um, the Trusting You um, song mm-hmm. recently. And I'm like, uh, I can't really rock with this. Like, I I previewed it. And I'm like, yo, none of these songs are, like, good. Oh, okay. In my opinion, I, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not politically correct. So, I'm just. They're just not what you wanted from Fred Hammond. They're not, not what you are accustomed <laughs> to from Fred Hammond. I'm saying it's not good. I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to stand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to stand by um, that. He's like, oh. <laughs> Hey, hey. You're not good to me. To me. To me. Okay? Yeah. That's this is fair. coming from That's somebody who fair. loves Fred Hammond. I love Fred Hammond. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how how are you um are you anticipating this Kirk album? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Tony. why not? I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, you good. I just wanna know. 
I just want to know. I'm returning to Meek Mill. I just want to know. Um, I'm just asking. Um, this is the most. This is to me like okay. So Kirk, in my opinion, has always been sound. You know what I mean? Like he's always he's always been sound. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, like yeah, Kirk, I'm rocking with that. Like you, pretty much on par with what the gospel is saying. You're pretty much on par with, even though like you're out there and everybody, you know what I mean, and you change the gospel music through stomp and songs like that and you you know you you cause the ruckus within gospel music you were always pretty sound mm-hmm. he's like i've heard him recently and i heard the songs that he's doing recently and i'm not gonna say that he's he's completely off but i'm like i think i think your message is getting lost you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it was like, oh, do you want to be happy? I'm like, happiness? Like, now, granted, God wants us to be happy. Granted, God does want us to be happy. But he doesn't want our happiness more than he wants our holiness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that he's not saying don't be holy or God doesn't care about your holiness. But I'm like, God, you miss, you kind of, like, do you want to be happy? Like, that's not the goal here. Cause happiness is fleeting, you know. Like let's let's get back to talking about joy. Let's get back to talking about endurance and perseverance and in the Lord and leaning on the Lord. Like, do you want to be happy? Uh. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not. So I'm not anticipatory of it. No, not really. I'm so. I, I, once again, this is coming from a guy who has not heard the project, who has not heard, um. His route, the route that he's going, but I have heard like two songs, and just yeah, just from from the songs, I'm not really impressed. So, mm-hmm. coming from a guy who loves Kirk Franklin for sure, you sound like my you sound like my co-host. <laughs> oh, he, <was> <laughs> he wasn't feeling too? uh he yeah he wasn't really feeling the uh the first two songs either. Okay, so I'm not alone. Yeah, okay, good. I I'm cool with want to be happy. Because I was expect, I'm expecting it to be, you know, in some context. So I'm not just going to judge it based off the song alone. Because okay. I think, I, I think he's built up enough credit to give him that. So you, you, right. I, I figured I, I figured I'll wait until I hear this whole thing and then judge it. Um, right. But yeah. one, two, three, victory was okay. One great. No. But yeah. Yeah. Well, You're right. He, this you is, deserve that. <laughs> you deserve that much, Kirk. You do. To to give it, you know, give you a fair trial for sure. You you deserve it. <laughs> you sound like the uh, dude at the beginning of the New Nation project. You've been charged with taking the gospel to the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Yo, he really had an intro of them trying to put him in jail. That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that. That's an epic album. Yeah. That's an epic album. Like, you can listen to that front and back. Like, that's a classic. Yeah. He that's got a, a few of them. That's a classic. Yeah, he does. That's a classic if I've ever heard one. He might have He might have four classics. What you, are you putting what you're looking for in there? Let me think. I think I am putting that in there. I'm putting what you're looking for in there. For sure. I'm definitely putting the rebirth. I'm putting hero. 
Yeah. I'm putting the New Nation project. Yeah. And I kind of want to put the guys' property project in there, too. Because mm-hmm. ah. there's a... So, There's a well, lot in there, four. man. You said four, so but he he okay. So yeah, he has at least four. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has at least four. You did, yeah, guys, property you got to put in there. Um, what you're looking for is definitely a classic. Uh, yep. I, I think mean, that one gets slept on. What what you looking for? Mm-hmm. Well, if it's slept on, then I don't think you could call it a classic. That don't mean it's not a classic because no, it's no, slept on. I mean, that's what classic means. It's like it's it's known, like it's it's a known okay. fact that everybody enjoys this to the point where they would call it that. So, I mean, it, okay, so then it could be a cult classic, right? It's okay. We'll In a cult sense. classic, I'm cool with that. That's like cool. Friday is a cult classic, right? To the black community, right. everybody don't know Friday. People trying to get on it now because you know, by Felicia, so everywhere, right. but right. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, cult classic. I'm cool with that. But I'm one of those people in that cult that like, yo, what you looking for? <laughs> <classic>. <laughs> so really, like, honestly, without this one NC project, which doesn't exist in my mind, he <laughs> dropped four straight classics. <laughs> he dropped five straight. Because what you're looking for, God's Property, New Nation, yeah. Rebirth, and Hero are all back to back to back to back. You got to put the Christmas album in there. True. That's I, a, I don't want to call this man's whole discography just classic. I mean, he, it that, pretty much is. But yeah. <laughs> you got to call it Spade a Spade, but, man. Yeah, but, but we he, definitely... Um, yeah. Huh? Go ahead. Nah, we definitely uh, going to talk about... Kirk real soon on this podcast here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, um, I want you to give everybody your uh, information again for your social media, um, where they can find your music. Um, yeah, once again, my SoundCloud is uh, soundcloud.com backslash deuce banner smash D-U-C-E banner, like how you spell it, and smash. Um... My Twitter and my Instagram are very long, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my Instagram first. Um, Instagram is H-I-S, the number two, R-Y, underscore, I-N, underscore, progress. Um, the Twitter is H-I-S, the number two, R-Y, the letter N, and progress. Um, yeah. I'm not popping on Twitter, so if you see that I'm on Twitter and I got like 200 and some followers, that's me. <laughs> so <laughs> don't not follow me if you're looking for me. Like, oh, that ain't him. He only got 200. That's that's it. That's me right there. Um, <laughs> I'm a little oh, bit man. more popping on on uh, Instagram. I'll make a funny video every now and then. So. Definitely. Um, there's a few um, that I have quoted a lot. What? Like, I'm about to go ball. Um, <laughs> yo. Tony been rocking with me for a minute, y'all. Like, <laughs> that's 07. Dang, that is? Yeah, that's 07, 08. I was a freshman. In, I was a freshman in college. Oof. 
Yeah. All right, man. We old. We, we old, man. We getting up there. I'm about to be. I'm not about to be rapping forever. You know what I mean? Like thirty, I'm out of here. <laughs> Trying to get as much project, thirty, I'm out of here. I'm getting as much projects done as possible. So this EP is coming soon. Be on the lookout for it in February. Keep it in prayer. I'm talking about a lot of serious things on it. Um, that'll be the third installment of History in Progress. So keep me in prayer, man. I got a lot to say. And um, trying to figure out how to bring it across and uh, still be loving on some of the songs. Like Some of it, I'm like as you probably exhibited in this podcast right now, I really don't hold too much back. So <laughs> that can... That can be that can be a downfall. So just yeah, just keep me in prayer with that. Cause I'm gonna say some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey Tony, man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Man. Definitely, man. Yeah. Um, this has been another Two Tones podcast. Uh, your host Tony Timberlake Three, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow the show at the number two, the word two tones on uh, Twitter. And uh, you know, we out here. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.